Conjunction with Deep Experience Revival Level introduced to you God's Word with simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, Pastor Solo Prince. God bless you as you listen. Lord Jesus, cause all of us together to encounter you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For in Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. Now we'll continue with our teaching. And today we want to progress as we look at discipleship. It's a process because the conformity to his image will not take place in one experience. Even when you have enrolled into discipleship, you should know this, that discipleship, a process for the conformity to the image and likeness of Christ will not take place in one experience. It is not one experience that you can conform to be like Christ. It is a cumulative experience. It's a constant experience. As we keep staying with him, to keep learning of him, we are changed to be like him on a constant basis. So it consists of a system of set of steps exposures and training carefully arranged in order until God's goal is achieved. It is not a program, not a course, or an activity. It is a relationship. It is a life connection which is neither physical nor visible. It is an inflow of the divine new lifestyle in exchange for the old lifestyle of the disciple. Now, do you know why God talks much about discipleship? Let me tell you. The problem of man is lifestyle. The problem of man is lifestyle that is caused by the nature that man inherited from the first man called Adam. The reason why many people talk about attack is because they don't understand the power of lifestyle. They don't understand the power of lifestyle. Whenever you understand the power of lifestyle, it's a lifestyle of Christ that made Christ Christ. It's his lifestyle that made him whom? Words and his up to today. So it's our own lifestyle also that will make us whom God has designed us to be. That's why we are learning of Christ. Jesus said, come and learn of me. Come and learn from me. Learn from me. What are we learning from him? His lifestyle. So when Jesus invites us to come and learn from him, he knew quite well that it is not that demon they are talking about that is their problem. Their problem is their lifestyle, the lifestyle they carry. So when Christ offered us discipleship, actually what Christ is saying, when they learn my lifestyle, they begin to live like me. So there are certain things they are afraid of. There are certain things that troubles their life. It will stop troubling their life. They will not be afraid of it again. 
So it's lifestyle. And that's what we are learning. How I wish you can understand. It's not God that made a man who has been a drunkard not to be rich. It's not God that made him not to be rich. A drunkard that moved up and down the hopeless, chasing women when he was young. He don't want to learn any handwork. He don't want to get himself engaged to get certain things that will make his life become what it should be. He'll be poor. If you like, say that it's demon. It's not demon pursuing him. No demon anywhere. There's no demon anywhere pursuing the man. He'll be poor. See a man that is diligent in his what? In his business. He will not stay with ordinary men. He can't stay with ordinary men. Even if the whole demon in the whole world gather, he will be making things work. Be making things work. I always advise people, I say, listen, the life of Christ, if you see, he said, I and my father were one. My father walked it and I walk after. My father walked it and I walk. For Jesus, he don't have time of even laying down to sleep. It's not lazy. It's not lazy at all. That's why he could command heaven. Heaven will respond. So we must understand certain things. It's lifestyle. When you study the lifestyle of Christ, and choose to live like him, conform to be like him, definitely to work for you. So it's lifestyle. So we must appreciate discipleship, which is what God has arranged in order for we to learn the lifestyle of Christ, for him to transfer that lifestyle of Christ even to us. There is no program that anybody can put in place if it's not pointing at Christ. Ah, forget about that. It must be Christ because everything you're looking for is in him. Everything you're looking for is in Christ Jesus. It's no other place. It's no other place. Are we understanding what I'm saying? If you want to be the best businessman, businesswoman, study Christ. No, learn of Christ. He will teach you how to do business and you become a wonder in business. You see everything will be working for you. So we must appreciate learning of Christ that is why God packed discipleship so that we can learn of him and become like him in every aspect of life. And that way, we have what to give to our world. Can we say amen? Hebrews 12, 6. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 6. We are going to be reading some scriptures so that we can establish this. For whom the Lord loveth a chestnut, and scourged every son whom he received. Hallelujah. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourged every son whom he received. Psalm 118, verse 18. Psalm 118, verse 18. Now, the Lord will always show you that he loves you, not just by kissing you. Uh-uh. You can imagine when your son is not getting it right. Hallelujah. You can imagine when your daughter is not getting it right. You will not be at rest. You will not be at peace. You want her to get it right in life. So you must not be playing and laughing with the person when your life is wasting up. You must call the person to order and say, no, you are going the wrong direction. You are going the wrong direction. You are going in the wrong direction. 
I bless God so much for the way he arranged because there's a time I was thinking that women are being cheated. So I felt that women are being cheated because God said the man is their head. So you see some of the men that he, God said is their head is a drunkard. It's a drunkard. You can imagine when a drunkard is your head. But God has said it, that the man is the head of that woman. You see some of them, they are womanizers. You see some of them, their head is just empty head. No understanding. In fact, if you talk with some of them, you say, this woman, I pity her. But blessed be God also, when I study the Bible, I say, God, you are all-knowing. God said, yes, I have made this man your head, but I am still a head over him. So we can turn his head and make it to be correct together. So come to me. Two of us can turn his head and make the head work well. So you've seen those women who understood it very well. They go to the head of the man that is headless. A headless head. <laughs> the woman partner with God. God begin to change the man. Are you understanding? And he comes out to become a great man. Because even God don't want the man to waste. God don't want the man to waste. So what are we talking about? We must understand that it's all about discipleship. When we stay very close with him. When we stay very close to him. Very close to him. Our problem begins when there is a gap between we and Christ. In fact, if you go to the church, the problem of the church today is a gap between we and Jesus. I put you in front, in front of my melody. You are all that matters. I understand it. So, if you understand that he's all that matters and stay very close to him, he will make something great and marvelous out of nothing. I'm telling you the truth. I have discovered that the greatest desire of God is for we to come close into intimate relationship with him, not going to church and coming back. That's where we missed it. That's where we missed it completely. So we thought that if you just go to church, I have paid my own. You come back. Wednesday, but you forgot that it's above that. We're talking about relationship where he can bring you close and scold you as a son and as a daughter and say, no, my daughter, you are getting it wrong. Come this way. Go this way. We don't want that one. So the Lord always chastened. He said, the Lord had chastened me. He had chastened me so. But he had not given me over unto death. There is no chastening of the Lord that is designed to destroy us. The design of that chastening is to mold us and make our life become exactly what you are designed it to be. If God is breaking you, he's breaking you in order for you to do what? To be formed. To be like his son Jesus Christ. He's breaking you to make you get formed. But if you see today, we don't like that. We go to the people that praise us. We go to the people that will not tell us exactly how we are. We go to those that tell the proud, you are not proud. Don't mind. What you are doing is right. We go to the one that tell us, oh, what you are, everything, you've done nothing. You've, uh, you've never done anything wrong. 
So how can you grow that way? You can't grow that way. And we have seen that today in the body of Christ, those deacons and elders, the board of trustees of the church, they have shut the mouth of the pastors. Because when the pastor checked that, ah, this place, is they transfer me to one village now, what will I do? Because they can write a lot of petition. Those people, they will use petition and fly the man inside the village. So the president and general overseer don't want to lose the church in that state. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And they know that the people who have power there are those board members. The deacon and the elders. So you quickly say, they write their letter and say, transfer this person. You know, I am not in church politics, but I was privileged to hear certain things that happened there. I see hearing certain things happening. How they write letters, how they write petition against pastors. How they say the pastor must leave. Even when the pastor didn't do anything. Even when the man did not do anything. So whenever the Lord is chastening us. So ordinarily for me, I see that the Lord wants to bring chastisement to his children. And cause them to repent and change. Not to destroy them. But for his purpose to come to pass. In the life of those people. So when God brings word of knowledge, it's not that he wants to disgrace them. No, he don't want to disgrace them. He don't want to disgrace them. Because you see many of them, they will come. They will be crying, you know. And say, Lord, save us from this kind of life. And they say, no, no. Our own church is a modern church. They don't cry here. They don't used to cry here. Everybody is very gentle. And we used to wear suit. <laughs> Praise God. So we must understand that that the chastisement of the Lord even if he chastises us so, the truth is that the same him will bring healing. He will not let us cross over to death. He will not. He's doing it in order for our life to become what it should be. He has a design. He wants that design to come out exactly the way it should be and that design he has shown us in Christ. Is the pattern song. He wants all of us to be like him and enjoy the same glory that he is enjoying today. The book of Job. Job chapter 5 verse 17 to 18. So please, whenever you are being chastened, know that it's not that the Lord wants to destroy you. At times you might say, why me? Why me? Why is everything happening to me? No. No. The reason is because you're a proper son. You're a proper daughter. There are certain things that if God should allow it not to happen to you, you will not grow well. You can never grow well. You won't grow well. Oh. You grow like a vagabond. You grow like a bastard. So God don't want to say, he's my son, he's my daughter. Why your life is opposite Christ Jesus? Why our life is opposite Christ? Behold, happy is the man whom God corrected. Therefore despise not thou the chastening of the Almighty. That man that God could even call and correct is because that man belonged to him. It's because you belong to him. It's because you belong to him. Do you know some people don't understand this? They thought that, ah, God loved these people. Do you know any time God stopped talking to somebody, that person is finished? Anytime God stop talking to you, start crying. 
Start crying. If I were you, I will enter into a fast until the day you start talking to me again. If God won't talk to you, whether through a vessel, whether through anyhow by his word, anyhow, you stop hearing him. Start crying, no? There's trouble somewhere. There's trouble somewhere. There's trouble somewhere. If God won't talk to you, you are finished. If God won't talk to me, I know I am finished. I know that. I know that well, well, well. Anytime God won't talk to me again, I know there's trouble. I just withdrew from everything I'm doing. I start seeking for his face until I hear him again talk to me. And that is how God wants you to live as a child of God. That's how God wants you to live as a child of God. In order to keep the relationship that you have with your father. In order for you to keep the relationship that you have with your father. So he said that when your father is chastising you, it's because he hates you. It's not true. It's not true. Hallelujah. So you must know that any man that God corrects, you should be happy. Rejoice. Celebrate. Thank God that he's speaking to you through a vessel that he has chosen. By his word, he's giving you correction. If only what you read out of the Bible, there are God will bless you. God will bless you every day. Something is wrong with you. If every day, pastor will climb and be prophesying on you, no rebuke at all. Even when you are doing wrong, you are in the wrong place. Even Jesus, the father frowned at him. You remember when Jesus said, praying, he said, father, if this cup, he said, don't even raise that issue. Do you want to save them? Better go and die. <laughs> he said, nevertheless, not my will. Thy will be done. Oh, you thought the father was forcing him. No, he wasn't forcing him. Jesus had a choice to make. If you don't want to save us, he would have told the father, I don't want to save them again. I'm tired. I want to come back. The father was okay, no problem. But you know, they will not be saved. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? So we must know all the people that promise us that once you come to Jesus, nobody will be talking to you, everything will be working. They are lying, no? They are all lying. They are all lying. They are all telling you lies. The simple truth is that God doesn't want to raise bastards. And for you not to be a bastard, he must frown when you are doing wrong. If you lie, be angry. He will frown well, well, well and say, stop! You are going the wrong direction. Do you know what you are doing? So you see, many people I discover God has given them to reprobate mind. He don't talk to them again. He's no more talking to them again. Because I wonder how pastor, you'll be eating God's money and you are relaxed and you still have the audacity to stand on a Sunday and be pronouncing blessing on people. In fact, you're no more working with God. God is no more there with you. You are eating God's money. Both women that are selling vegetables, they'll bring tight, you eat it. Eh? People that are selling sweet, they are afraid of God. They'll bring their tight, they will drop it, you wall up the whole thing. And they say, You are the minister. I am the priest in the house. How come? Somebody I was discussing with him, he told me, No, no, you know, these people, they didn't marry. Everything they give in the church is for them. Oh. Is that what God said? Who asked them not to marry? I said, Let them go and marry. And stop stealing from the purse of God. Is he written, thou shalt not marry? From Genesis to Revelation? It's a choice you made. 
that does not count you out of obeying God's word. Oh. No, it's your choice. If you don't want the choice, marry. Pick one, my friend. But if you say you will do that, oh God, you will obey God's word. God did not give you tight. He didn't give you tight to be eaten. I say it's poverty that is causing it. No, you know when somebody is poor, one day I was discussing with somebody, say no, it's in the Old Testament. They say, they say the priests, they are the ones that have the tight. I say yes, but Christ has redeemed us now. Do you know what Christ said? He said he has redeemed us as kings and priests. He said we shall reign here on earth. Is he only some group of people he said that to? No. He said it's all of us that have been redeemed. He said it to all of us. All of us who he says, he made it a little thing unto you that God separated you among your brethren. Are you understanding? For you to start and be talking to them. It just grace. He just said, okay, all of you are priests. All of you are redeemed kings. But I choose you. Okay, be talking to your fellow brethren. Do you understand what I'm saying? Does that now give you power to be collecting the whole tithe and eating? So I say, repent now. If you don't repent now, how will we see God do anything in your life? Maybe in a church whereby the tithes, you know, tithes should be the highest money that comes in. So the tithe might be one million every month. You'll be collecting it and putting it in. What will you use to run the church? you still come back again and be burdening the members and tell them, God said we should pay for rent. You have collected the one million they used to pay for rent. And you're not telling the members again, God said we should pay rent. That's why you see them opening churches everywhere. Everywhere they are opening churches. Their target is tight. It's because they are not learning of Christ. If they are learning of Christ, they won't be doing that. They won't be doing that. So, what are we talking about? We must know, for that man to be corrected, God must bring chastening to him. God must come back to him and say, my son, no, you are getting it wrong. You are going the wrong direction. I have to sit down with Christ for him to teach me how he will provide for me and my family. He taught me it's not by tithe. Tithe is not your money. Offerings is not your money. It's not your own. He told me that it doesn't belong to you. All the brethren here, they are all believers like you. They are priests. They are also kings like you. I only separated you to stand and teach them about me. About me. About me. About me. If this ministry can ease me, it can ease them too. That's what God taught me. God taught me that if this ministry can rent house for you, then it can rent for them too. If this ministry can give you food, it should give them food when they are in need. When they are in need, it should give them food too. That is how God taught you. Christ must be seen. Christ must be preached. Christ must be known. I didn't know it before, but when I sat with Jesus, he started showing me this is how it should be. He said, it is of equality. In their need, are you understanding what I'm saying? You flow back to them. In your need, what would they do? They flow back to you. It's not only pastor they should be given. Pastors appreciation day. Who taught them that? It's a shame for you to gather maggie and crayfish for me to be using and cook in my house. 
Then if she want to talk, they will say, Because you go. Oh, you can't tell me again. I crayfish. I say, Oh, you go. You tell me again. I crayfish me morning. Will you be preaching the gospel again? <laughs> Your wife can talk. If you see how these people are tormenting those women. So, when God brings chastening to any man, He brought chastening to me. He told me, no, you don't go that direction. If you go that direction, you get yourself into trouble. Don't go there. I say, how do we feed now? Because what they taught us, if you go by it, you are in trouble. If you go by it, you are in trouble. So they made us to believe that the minister should be taking the money that comes now. So if money comes, if they bring tithe, if they bring offering, you carry the whole thing and put it in your purse. At least, how will you feed your family? That's the only way you can feed your family. You can't muzzle the mouth of the hogs that do what that trade the corn. That's the scripture they will quote. We know that you can't muzzle the mouth of the hogs that trade the corn, but allow God to make the provision for you. God places burden on men. He said, I'm the God that makes men both to will and to do of my own good pleasure. He will place your burden on men and make them to do what even you, you can't imagine it. You can't imagine it. You'll be asking, how did it happen? How did it happen? How did it happen? If I tell you what God has done, since he called me to ministry, all my worries, he went ahead and placed burdens on people. He placed burdens on people. One day he asked me, we are talking about office. How do we rent an office? God said, hey, you must be disciplined. Part of the training I'm giving to you is for the future. Go and sell your car. Rent an office for the ministry. I said, this only car? <laughs> so it was really funny. And God said, sell the car. Rent an office. Give the work a working approach. So I sold a car. That's how we'll be able to render office. I wasn't walking up and down and say, but I saw into my ministry. God gave me a ministry. So into my ministry. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. So we rent that office, very small place like that. But we started there. So as we started there, gradually, gradually, before you know this place came out, the Lord gave us money. We didn't do luncheon. No luncheon. No calling everybody on the phone. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. The little money that God was bringing, we are saving it. We are saving it. We are saving it. We are saving it. We are not eating everything in our mouth. Very careful and conscious how to spend. Not everything that comes, we are eating it. No, we are keeping it. I am very conscious that this is money that people are laboring for the love they have for the Lord. They are bringing it and dropping it. Very conscious about that. Very conscious. They are not bringing the money because of me. They are giving it to the Lord. They are giving it to their God. They are giving it to their God. And God started disciplining me. He said, don't spend that money anyhow. It's not your money. Before you spend, I should be consulted. Until I approve. 
don't spend. I said, okay, it's not my money. It's not my own. I have to keep it. Do you know at times my children have become sick? My wife bring them here and say there's no money. To... I said, there's nothing I can do. The money that is here is the ministry's money. I can't touch it. So forget about that. I said, God can heal him. I said, God can heal him. Forget God can heal him. Forget about that. But this money, I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. Shush, I won't touch. I don't know whether somebody's understanding. I know he was disciplining me. He was training me for a future. He was teaching me certain things I need to learn. I can tell you today, many ministries that they fall, that's, they fall like rock as a result of their eating the money that belongs to God. Today, many people ran away from the place. They thought if they relocate, it will be better. It's not in relocating. It's in obeying Jesus, allowing him to discipline you. Allow him to discipline you. It might be tough. It might be difficult. But allow him to discipline you. Did you understand what I'm saying? So until we say that God disciplines us, is love. It's not that he hates us. He loves us so much. That's why he wants you to be well disciplined. So he's changing our lifestyle through discipline. He will discipline you certain things that the people of the world love. You will hate it. You will look at it. Say, no, no, I don't want this. So, you know the world want to show up. They want to show up. They will come out and say, it's me, it's me. But every day, God keep teaching me, don't front yourself. Get yourself off the sin. Allow me to do what I'm doing. Allow me to do what I'm doing. I know that any time I present myself, problem with that. I have always known that. Don't you remember that Jesus, they came to arrest, they didn't know him. Two of us, did they know him? They didn't know him. It was Judas that said to them, the one that I will kiss. The one that I will kiss. If I kiss him, go and arrest him. If Judas did not kiss Christ, because I was asking myself, what happened that they didn't know that is Christ? What happened? Isaiah described it. He said, there's nothing you will see in him that make you believe that is him. Isaiah 53 from 1. Isaiah described Christ. He said, if you look at him, there's nothing that will attract you to him. Nothing at all. Not as if he came down now, he, he has some horn on his head. <laughs> as he's walking on the street, there's horn. And just once he wake up, angels will blow. Papa, papa, pa, let the whole head here. The son of God is awake. <laughs> he wants to move out now. <laughs> and they move on the street, clearing everybody. Clear the way. Clear the way. The son of God is coming. If it's some of us, some of the pastors, that's not hold up in one state. Earthly hold up. London, everywhere. Because he won't even be traveling with plane. He'll be appearing and disappearing. He will ask the angel, where are we supposed to go tomorrow? He says, London. Okay. How many minutes? One second. So that they will know he's the son of God. But he made himself of no reputation. That's discipline. The father had to discipline him. The Bible says, he learned obedience. How? 
from what he suffered. He learned obedience from what he suffered. So as a child of God, we must learn obedience from the discipline the Father is bringing our way every day. Don't reject it. Don't reject it. For some of us, he might start teaching you how not to be feeding with heavy food. This is somebody that finished eating garikam. Eating rice. Because he's a tea. Now, you can imagine that person if it's 7 o'clock, 7 a.m. on a roll in a bed. And God might decide that, okay, since it's this way, next month there'll be no food. God will just be withdrawing the money. Small, 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 small. The next log, the name of Jesus. And God will say, No, it's not Ozomachiri. I want to teach you something. To complicate the matter, if you come, Pastor will say, This month is the month of open door. He will stand up and say, Yes, I said it. This your pastor is blind. He cannot decide that I'm the one doing it. There's nothing that happened to your door. I only closed it so that you can learn how not to be eating like a foolish man. You're about eating off your destiny. Stop eating like that. Stop eating like that. Create hour of prayer. Create time to fast. Create time to study the word of God. And God said, allow me to train you. Allow me to discipline you. Allow me to discipline you. Do you know, my bishop says, some of you have eaten your three-story building in your stomach. He said, if they open your stomach now, your three-story building is there. He said, some. They ate it up. They ate it up. They eat up everything that they would have used to become something. I pray that God will give you understanding today. In Jesus' mighty name. Job 5, 17 to 18. Behold, happy is the man whom God corrected. Therefore, despise no doubt the chastening of the Lord. Don't despise the chastening of the Lord Almighty. Verse 18. For he maketh sore and he bindeth up. He wounded and his hands maketh whole. His hand maketh whole. You see at times he will come. He will move me out. He said, go, stop. You have eaten enough. You have eaten enough. Go on fast, my friend. It's not sweet. Very painful. He will carry you through a very dry one. Dry one. Even when you are saying, ah, who's going to say no? It's not enough. Go on. Go on. Until I do what I want to do. But my joy is that by the time he finished, as you're returning back, be filled with joy. Be filled with joy. You will know indeed he's a father. He didn't just bring you to make you look anyhow. You see, you have an edge over some people. As you're coming back, you're rejoicing. As you're coming back, he will give you direction. This is the next thing to do. You'll be filled with joy. All this demon, demon, demon you heard in the church is as a result of people not understanding this. They don't understand the chastening of the Lord and the discipline that is not sweet. What is saw? Please, what is saw? What do you call saw? They say God can make you to have one, but he will heal you back. 
It's for a reason. So, is there any one of us that has ever had so that don't attribute it to the enemy? We say it's the enemy. God don't remember the soul. God say, I can make you so, so that you have pain and now think well. Then I will heal you back and send you back home. So that you start doing what you're supposed to do. For he do what? He make it so. And he bind it up. He wounded. And what? And his hand make it whole. The reason is for our good. It's for our good. It's for our good. If I tell you what God has taught me in life, I would have been a stupid pastor too. I remember those days you just carry fuel, put in car and be moving up and down. Where are you going to? Who sent you there? Nobody. Nobody. We are printing nonsense. Printing rubbish that God didn't ask you to print. Until the morning in the ministry. Do you know what God did? God said this man is a foolish man. Who, if we let this man go like this. Uh, anything you put in his hand. He will wallop it. And he withdrew the whole money. And closed the door. Ah, and I was moving up and down. Moving up and down. I told my wife no. It's not what they taught us in ministry. They taught us that. One of the ways to know that God called is that divine provision. He must be making provision. That's one of the ways. But now no money again. Money just finished. And God was saying, look at this man. And one day, I came back to my sense. I said, let me seek the face of the Lord. I saw there, everyone poop it. Natao. Dog, they are no, no. I got Aramifa. Madam one also. So I now locked myself in the room. I told my wife, please let me pray. Do you know it was inside that room God started speaking to me? All you in the dwelling otherwise. Treasure to be desired. But the foolish man spent it all. I say, who is the foolish man? You are. I say, me? Wise man like me. <laughs> he said, you a fool. God said, you a fool. You a fool. I've been moving up and down, spending the money I gave to you for nothing. The next word, prepare thy work, make it fit for thyself in the field. Afterward, build your house. Sit down and let the work be prepared. Make it fit for thyself. I sat down and they started teaching me. After he finished teaching me, oh, I felt so bad. I felt so bad. I was broken. I couldn't talk. I was just walking out as a fool, actually. I was just walking like this. And the next day, he spoke to me. He said, whatever that has been will be again. Don't mourn anymore. Go. In the night, I received a text message. See me tomorrow. I go to the place. The man gave me 50,000. He says for the ministry. As I was coming out there, I said, Jehovah, you are God. <laughs> I said, money will never finish in this ministry again. 50,000 or so. I said, money can never finish in this ministry again. I carried the 50,000. I said, Lord, thank you. You have corrected me. You really wound me. But now you have healed me. That's how we started. I never spend money like a madman again. Before I spend money, God, what are you saying? Should we spend it? Before I know it, God started increasing the post of the ministry. One day, the post of the ministry got to 100,000. I locked myself inside there. I was dancing. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say, Lord, money has not finished. Praise God. Listen, until God disciplines you, it won't work. It won't work. Proverbs 3, verse 12. Listen, there are so many things you're mourning about. But you are the cause. You are the one causing the problem. Now, do you know this? If God gives something to you, he's watching to know what you do with it. What he gave you today, what you do with it, determines what he will give you again. So, what are we saying? We must understand this. For whom the Lord loved, he corrected. Even as a father, the son, in whom he delighted. In whom he delights. John 15, verse 15. Henceforth, I call you no servant. For the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my father, I have made known unto you. I have called you henceforth no servants again. For the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my father, I have made known to you. Unless you don't want to know it. Unless you don't want to know him. Unless you don't want to know the father. Unless you don't want to know the heartbeat of God. Jesus said it here. Henceforth, I don't call you servant. If you are still servant, I will be telling you what my father has said. But everything my father said that has to do with your life, I have given it to you. I've not hidden anything. I have made it clear to you. I have spoken to you. It's no more hidden again. It's no more hidden again. So in discipleship, what do we achieve? We achieve knowing the mind of God. Everything that God has said concerning your life. If you want to know it, sit with him. Sit with him. Come and learn from him. He will teach you every bit of what the father has said concerning you. He will give you the map of your life. The map. The map. Why people go to prophets is because they have refused Christ. You don't need prophet. There's no prophet that is more than Christ. Stay with Jesus. He will speak to you every day. So what are you going up and down? What are you going up and down for? What are you walking up and down and they are deceiving you? Prophet will tell you, go and bring a cow. Go and bring this. Go and bring that something in your family. Go to his own family. There's more trouble there. He has not solved the trouble in his own family. And he's telling you that in your own family there's trouble there. Follow him to his family. You see katakata there everywhere. Katakata everywhere. So when we understand this, it makes a world of difference. Knowing Jesus pays. Knowing him intimately. Staying with him. That is why we talk about this. Listen, there is nothing that can offer you what we are talking about apart from discipleship. It's an intimate relationship with Christ. It draws you more closer to him. More closer to him so that you will know everything that has to do with your life. And My life today, he gave me a map. A map. So I live step by step following the map he gave to me. He said, this is you. This is whom I've made you. This is whom I've made you. Are you understanding? 
So I don't want to get any other result that is not what he showed me. I don't want to get any other result that is not exactly the picture that I've seen concerning my life. He will give you your own when you stay with him. I say he will give you your own when you stay with him. So endeavor to stay with him. Do everything within your power to stay close to Christ. Know him by his word. Study his word day and night. Day and night. That's why the psalmist said, I have esteemed God's word better than what? My necessary food. He loved the word of God more than his necessary food. Necessary food. Don't you see he learned it from Christ? He learned it from Christ. The disciples of Jesus are the well, the Samaritan woman. So they have gone around many places. They were famished. They were hungry. And the, Jesus said to them, he said, go and buy so that we can eat. They went to buy food. Lo and behold, the Samaritan woman was there. Jesus left everything and went to the woman. I started speaking with the woman again. As he was talking with the woman, they came back with the food. They said, where is the master? They said, yeah, the master has gone that place. So They said, did anybody give him anything to eat? He said, not, you know. And when Jesus came, they were asking. Jesus said, no. My meat is to do the will of my father who sent me. It's to do the will of my father who sent me. It's not food. Food is not what I'm here for. Food is not what I'm here for. So, until we understand, engage into being in intimate relationship with him, there are certain things that matters for us today that won't matter again. I'm telling you the truth. There are certain things that gives us headache we trouble ourselves about it and those things that matter for us, it doesn't matter again. I wonder how you'll be sleeping when you're not telling people about Christ. And you're sleeping. And you call yourself a child of God. If you look at everything that Jesus was talking, he was talking to who? To the disciples, two of us. Please, which people were Jesus talking to? The disciples. Is it not his disciples? He said, I am going to prepare a place for you. Please, is he going to prepare a place for people who he didn't give job? Is he jobless people he was talking to? He has ordained them and gave them a work to do. Before he promised them, as you do this work, don't worry. Even if they kill you, I am going to prepare a place for you. Where I am is where you'll be. If you are jobless, if you are jobless, I'm not talking about earring hustle. I'm talking about joining with Christ to win souls by staying with him so that he can transform you and make you know this is my heartbeat. This is my heartbeat. This is my heartbeat. May I say to you, there is nothing on earth that God will put in my hand that I don't know why he put it in my hand. I have known that why he put anything in my hand is for people to come back to him. I have known that. So, these are things that Christ wants you to know. When you come into close relationship with him, very close relationship with him, no joke, not play. If we have not come into such relationship with him, then we are getting it wrong. The promises that God has given to us, you see, you'll be watching us. 
He said, giving them this thing, what would they use it for? They would just settle down for their children. They would settle down and start bragging. And start bragging. May I announce to you, there is nothing you have need of that God don't know. He will meet your needs when you obey him. Obey him. I'll stop here today. That I will not carry you more than what I've said now. So finally he said, it consists of a systematic set of steps. Exposure. So God wants to get us exposed. I understand. To his word. To his word. A training and training carefully arranged in order until God's goal is achieved. It is not a program, not a course, or an activity. It is a relationship. It is a relationship. What God is looking for is relationship. A deep one. Deep one. You are conscious of that relationship. You maintain it. You keep it under any circumstances. Under any circumstances. I will say amen. So, it's important. He said, it is a life connection which is neither physical nor visible. You might not see it. I understand with your physical eye. It might not be visible for others to see. But something is working on the what? Inside. You're changing. You're becoming like him. You are getting stronger and thick every day as you keep walking with the Lord. Now he said again, it is an inflow of the divine new lifestyle. An inflow of the divine new lifestyle in exchange for the old lifestyle of a disciple. Hallelujah. This exchange of lifestyle involves most of the time falling and rising, correction and weeping. You may sometimes weep and bleed. It can be painful to bend to a new shape and focus a man who is set on his old way of living discipleship calls for a very close association with the master it calls for a very close association you know when somebody is bent on going this direction to stop him and turn him completely to go this direction is difficult most of the time you can imagine him since 30 years or 40 years and on the way you met christ and he said, no, all you have been doing since 30 years, all you have been doing since 40 years, mm -mm, it's not the way. We have to turn you around and focus you this way. It's not easy. For the person to bend completely, you can imagine a guy who have been making money through 419 and he made Jesus. Jesus said, so you will stay like this. Why? Jesus said, It will go now. Take your hand and place it on God's word. Hi. Is it easy? It's not easy. Christ will have to bend the person. So you can imagine a woman. You must wake up to midnight to ask. <laughs> so, so you can imagine such a woman. And So, all of this is not easy. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So he knows 
But we must submit until he turn us to that shape. And once we get there, you'll see, the glory will appear. Can we rise on our feet as we pray? Can we talk to the Lord? Can you say, Lord Jesus, here I am. I submit completely. Check that area of your life the Lord is saying, submit. I want to make it to come to proper shape. Is it anger? Is it that you're talking too much? Is it that you are still keeping some dates that God is saying, no, it's over. If any man being Christ is a new creature, all things are passing, all has become new. So check, 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 check. Are you still conforming to the world system that God is saying, no? Are you still making some gain through what you through tricks? You know, if I just do this thing now, it will work. Money will drop in my pocket. Can you talk to God and say, Lord, I surrender, bend me completely. Bend me completely. Bend me completely. Does your thoughts still slip off? Can you talk to God and say, Lord, here I am. Here I am, Jesus. Will you submit to him completely? Or are you still trying to make it difficult? Remember, the more you prolong this matter, is the more he peg you. God cannot turn for any man. We must turn. We are the one to turn. We are the one to be molded into the shape that he wants us to be. Which area of your life? Is it anger? Is it pride? Is it high-mindedness? Your thought, does it drift away? Can you say, Lord, turn it. Make it have the shape you desire. I surrender to you completely. I have taken the yoke, Lord. I have taken the yoke. I am not going to pull my neck out of the yoke because it's tough, because it's painful, because it's difficult. Lord, I will walk all the way with you. All the way with you. All the way with you, Jesus. All the way with you, Jesus. All the way with you, Jesus. All the way with you. Check that area of your life that has been pulling you down in your walk with the Lord. If you build up and build up, you got to a point, it will bring you down. Say, Lord, no. I won't come down again. I refuse to come down again. I will not have a forward mouth. I will not answer everything everybody's saying. I will not answer everything everybody's saying. Lord, help me. Help me in this area. You can pray as you ought to pray. Ask God, remove this weakness from me. You love to eat more than you're supposed to eat. Say, Lord, please take away this appetite from me. This appetite that makes me everything that somebody holds, I want to eat. Lord, please take it away from me. Take it away from me. Help me to start waking up. Help me to take my devotion serious. Help me to have a relationship that is compact with you. Jesus, this is my earnest desire. I have discovered it's all about lifestyle. When your life is formed in me, it makes a world of difference. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. I can't miss this opportunity. Help me, Lord, to sit with your world, to learn from you until I am changed, until I become like Christ in everything that I do, in every area of my life, in the way I spend, in the way I talk, in the way I look, in the way I behave, in every area of my life, in what I watch. For some of us, our problem is our phone. Our problem is our phone. You are on the phone more than you are with the Lord. On the phone, more than you are with the Lord. The phone has become what you use as your own circle. 
can you say lord i break that relationship with phone today i come back to god my maker i know you are blessed by the message you just received we encourage you to join our open heaven meetings connecting to god's help every first of the month 5 p.m Deep experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life transforming seminars for all in Sport Circle at E23, C2C Plaza, Mpokiti Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry. Instagram at Savior T Sports. Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 090 Email. Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed.